I'm Julie and I'm Brandy and this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we're recapping a reality TV show and we're back we're back we are finally back mm-hmm. we're back <laughs> finally back the singing hasn't stopped and it's still just as dumb but we are back you're welcome <laughs> you guys are she could have seen her face she got a shocked yet joyful, gleeful look on her face that that uh, turned into an actual Broadway-worthy hit yeah, there. Yeah, can you imagine? Then the chorus comes out, We're back, we're finally back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're so recently, just recently back. Let me fix this microphone. Okay. I hate my setup. I'm just tweaking around over here. Mm. Um, we're so recently back that Julie literally just got off a plane from being gone for two weeks yep. and came straight home to me already at her house <laughs> waiting for her. And then we rolled right on through to the drug den to do the one thing that's the most responsible for all of our heavy drinking and drug use. This podcast. I mean, <laughs> isn't I it to rush home? Yes. So we could do the. Po- I haven't even I have not unpacked the bag before the trip I just took. That's right. You were home. You were gone for two weeks. You came home for one day. Unpacked. Had to put a new luggage. That bag. So now I have all the luggage is still filled with things. And it's all in the living room. It's all in the living room. So the next week is all about unpacking, cleaning, and looking for a new job. And while I was prepping the podcast, Julie would just Tourette'sy like <laughs> talk shit about Portland and it, <laughs> people and it, parts of it being filthy, and then would fall asleep. <laughs> and then I was just like sitting there, quite uh, typing away, being like. I don't know that we're going to be able to do this tonight. I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, maybe we should have some tea because right. w- normally what would we do? We would drink. That's right. And yeah. it would give us energy and right. it would make us more fun and more right. smarter, more smarter. <laughs> yes. But no, we're on fucking cleanses. <sighs> Nightmare. Nightmare. I haven't been able to sleep. And just for the record, Portland was super fun and it was pretty, but it is. There is a lot of filthy uh, aspects. Yeah. Yeah, Julie, I mean, I mean it's true. this groundbreaking it thing that it might be the Florida of <laughs> the West Coast as far as like it having its element it has a very specific element and it can mm-hmm. be a very naturalistic. You know, they use natural, you know, deodorant there, which I cannot fucking abide and will not. Yeah, it's just like a way of life that's just not for me. It's not it's like it's something you could dip in and out of, at least for me personally, like I'm just not. I'm I'm sure there's LA other, sometimes is challenging yeah, in the way everywhere. that it's no, right. I'm sure there's a pocket of glamorous yeah, but, metros rolling around not, there, but, but you weren't privy to it. No. And I'm too not I'm not PC enough. I'm not 
you know, there's a San Francisco element going on there. Yeah. And in fact, one of the comedians told me it's worse in Portland now. Oh, you can It's like tell. the worst place in the world now for com- for comedy. And I'm like, I can't. I offended. Um, I, I know. I know. I offended people there. I know. And I just well, want to let you know I'm not sorry. Well, you're offending people simply just by riding in an Uber or a shuttle by the things you'd say. <laughs> that is true. That's right. That's well, right. That's right. <laughs> um, we're on cleanses and it's a living hell. And... Um, I was in Europe and got home. And so basically I'm a weekend. Right. And I really can't describe how much I hate it. <laughs> and I, um, I do it twice a year. Ironically for anyone who's been for any of the 14 who've been listening since the very first episode. And some of you probably came later and maybe even went and listened to all of them. But we were on a cleanse when we, on our very first episode and we did like two test episodes with our producer, Britton and, so we were on cleanses like for the first three episodes, but oh, you didn't right, hear the first two. Right. And um, yeah, it was. Um, it's hard to cut everything out and then you take the <laughs> herbs and then trying to work out and just trying to, you know, it's so hard. It's yeah. so hard. I, I'm sweating these, all the time. Yeah. I'm barely sleeping. Oh, my God. I'm like nauseous. Then I'll poo at the weirdest yeah. time because all these herbs you take. It's an actual oh. cleanse, you know, and then it's a detox for people like us. It's so gross. Um. OK, so. The last few episodes you guys have put up with being evergreens, pretty much the whole, like the last 17 the, the whole summer has been, you know, because um, we've been traveling or working traveling, or away right. or whatever. So, but we're back. This is timely. So we got two shitty reviews in June. We did. Thanks to our. We did. We did. <laughs> our schedules. Yes. Us thinking that we're so cute. and We can just talk about anything. Right. And, right. Even though it's called dumb gay politics. Right. So um, <laughs> the first one I'll go ahead and read. Okay. This was by Agrippina Minor. All right. So her title was Amazing Content. Then it goes into the re- review. I don't know why I'm making her a she, but I'm going to. It's because it sounds it's, like it's, it. And it's a bitchy review. It does sound like a girl wrote Amazing it. content. But for a political podcast, they need to find a way to make it more current. I want to like this, but they just can't keep up. That's how I do it at an audition, at a commercial audition. That's good. I want to like this, but they just can't keep up. (laughs) I have IBSD with (laughs) diarrhea. IBS with diarrhea. That was a real audition Brandy had to (laughs) do. Oh, they know. Um, First of all, if you're going to come with aggression... Don't pretend like you're not coming with the aggression. Don't well, put no, amazing. Don't catch what is my that eye. What is that called? Passive aggressive. That's right. Don't catch my eye with amazing content. And make me feel good, and then have to go through and then read. Actually, but <laughs> you want to like it, but you don't. Well, I mean, why would you it start like that? It said amazing content with one star. Yeah. What do you? What's the? What was the point? I think we got the point. And you know what, Agrippina? Um, I'm quite <laughs> sure you're still listening. So, um, you're right. And uh, we can't keep up and we don't keep up and we don't get paid to keep up. So, you know what, Agrippina? (laughs) Julie's in a very punchy mood, y'all. Y'all, I just want you to know. I mean, what do you want from us, Agrippina? She wants us to keep up. Well, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and get a studio and get a, a, a budget and then we can keep up when this is our job, okay? We have to work, we have to do things, and we can't we can't keep up all the time. Yeah, this is a, sorry. This has turned into a real not fun hobby. It's okay? called the labor of love, Agrippina. Okay, Agrippina. So, Agrippina, hey, why don't you keep up? Why don't you keep up with your name and cut the shit? 
I, I can't. I just okay. Any kind of criticism, I, I know. Just can't oh, even deal with right now. I told y'all she fell asleep and then would wake up in a fit and be like, "Well, and then what about?" And when I was standing waiting for the shuttle, and I tried to bring up the the shanty warehouse, and then she, and then it was like she just has had a very she has PTSD from this weekend. She just got in. She's tired. Flying is brings out the worst <laughs> yeah, in her. The worst. It's elements of people I and their four shows bodies. In a row. Yeah. yeah, people people's dynamics are terrible. Yeah, it's hard. You've been you've been so you're you're doing it and it is a labor of love. Okay, why don't you read the next one? Okay. This is the next one by I'm gonna say that's Raninen, but you can spell it. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're right. I think it is Raninen. R A nine I N. Ranine. It's Nin. It's like what you'd put on a license. Raninen. Raninen. Okay, so it says in quotes in all capital, okay. No, that's the title. Oh, the title is okay. Okay. Oh, oh no, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. you know what? Okay, you're right. Funny ladies. Oh, oh, this one. Funny <laughs> ladies, white, non-intersectional discussion. Okay, now what does that mean? I don't fucking know. Non-intersectional discussion? Non-intersectional. So we don't. Well, so we don't. If we're white and we're doing inter- non, so we don't talk about anything else but white. So it's points just of we view. do white stuff. Well, we're white and we do do white points of view. Well, what are we supposed to fucking do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? We're this is we're just. Oh, I mean, I. What other point of view can I have? It is what it is. Well, I am you what definitely I am. have a Jewish one and a gay uh, one Jewish and gay. a dumb one. Yeah, well, that's right, and you have your. All your yeah no I I meant shit. I meant we when I said dumb um I meant me um I don't know I don't know but um I understand that Renainen I need to look up interesting no it's so um I wa- at first I at first I thought it was like um you know I thought because uh, I'm so uh um what's the word when you're you inundated know, bombarded. with trans stuff yeah i'm so bombarded i just read your whole yes, mind you did all you were doing was pushing your hand like that and i said it's all gonna be inundated yeah bombarded well, or stuff. gender stuff yeah you know gender. what i mean gender stuff and um because i misgendered someone the other <laughs> yesterday which happens to me every day by the way but the person who was misgendered couldn't have been cooler and actually we had an amazing discussion but the, then it's always the, the yeah. person who gets offended <laughs> bless you Bless you. I hit my headphones on the. <laughs> it's always the person who it's not. Yes, uh, the, the people like the, who get offended. Like the person the pe- who said that you were Islamophobic wasn't in Muslim. No, it's like, well, what are you taking it up the issue for? They're never the person who you say it to. Right. I mean, it's fucking. Well, hurry up and look that up. Okay, sorry. Intersectional. Maybe it is a gender thing. I hope it is. I the person or racial... said we were funny. But, you know, we okay. had the one star with OK. So. The interconnected nature of social categorizations such as race, class and gender as they apply to a given individual or group regarded as creating as creating overlapping and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. All right. Well, fair enough. You know, I mean, I don't claim to be good at doing that. I mean, I certainly in my own personal life for a fact, just I don't. um I don't I'm not like a super whitey white point of view just in general, but I certainly I certainly do probably reinforce uh, stereotypes day to day without even meaning to and microaggressions and blah, blah, blah and all that bullshit. So and I just really don't give a fuck. Renainen, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh God. And but I mean, I'm saying <laughs> fair kidding. enough. I'm no. Well, I'm no, you're allowed to be offended. I don't care. I'm not offended, but I'm I don't. 
you know what you we can't all take on everyone's thing like we are what we are and that is what it is and we do our best and if you Renan, oh maybe Renan is a saint maybe Renan <laughs> is a, a, a diverse a person who's made up of every single gender and every single race and every single sexuality and that person is a fucking god maybe you're a deity Renan. you must oh, be a maybe demigod she, maybe he so, or she is Agrippina Minor Agrippina Minor <laughs> yeah and you must Agrippina. be you must you and Agrippina Minor must be sitting on Mount fucking diverse <laughs> <laughs> and all you're just a little bit of everything well good for fucking you we're just doing our best trying to represent the best we can with who we can and tr- just trying to like and we take thought a dumb gay bit. politics was it was intersectional enough yeah what do you we, want god we did gay and we did, we're representing gay people and dumb people who very rarely get to be involved in politics <laughs> so people and dumb people <laughs> i mean dumb I people mean, never get a voice in politics and you know what and i'm and, and i'm gonna say this as far as i'm concerned and i don't give a fuck what sex <laughs> i don't care about race or anything but, but uh, what i will always be able to close my eyes and go to sleep at night is that we're representing women and fucking doing it for fucking sexism and you can go fuck off i don't yeah. fucking care wait you know that meme if you guys know um, me and julia are obsessed with memes and my favorite one of my favorite ones is this chihuahua that's white and it's sleeping in this big puffy pillow on its back oh. and then they took the picture and they like put it in a cloudy sky we should put this up on the um facebook okay. fan page all right and it's in a cloudy sky and it says how i sleep at night knowing <laughs> i've let down anyone who's ever like <laughs> loved me or <laughs> it's like, it's like okay. the chihuahua is sleeping so good on the puffy yes. cloud yes. in the clouds yes and i want to say how i sleep how we sleep at night knowing that we do white non-intersectional <laughs> discussion and it's that chihuahua sleeping in the clouds Okay. Well, listen, hey, you know what? Um, <laughs> Renanen, give us a call. You want to have an intersectional discussion? Please call and let's have it. I'm happy to talk to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Julie's on her period. Julie is on her period and wants to yell at someone. So, yeah. call. We'll do that. We'll do that. Let's have the intersectional discussion. Or let's tell us why it. we don't. Tell, yeah, tell us why we don't. No, tell, tell us Julie how, why. Because I don't want to do please, it. Please tell me. You know, and, <laughs> and I'm just, I can't. I'm like, so also like the, inv- it's like, you're going to come for us. Aren't there? Aren't we supposed to be on the same team? Aren't we? If you're talking, if you even bring up the word intersectional discussion, <laughs> I know for a fact that we are all on the same side of the law. But you then want to do like an infighting? It's like with gay shit. Like, why are we fighting with each other? You're ma- like, I'm not. Yeah, your go enemy. call up Joe Rogan. Yeah, what or if, email. What you, put a rating on his thing. Like, uh, uh, do you get she, this mad when? What? Uh, do you get this mad at? Um, Dave Chappelle All when right, he was a sexist got, piece of shit. We gotta Fuck go. We gotta go. Um, <laughs> the person did say, I keep wanting to say she, the person, see, it is intersectional. I can't fucking, I, I think everyone's a white woman. Um, <laughs> a well, white dumb gay this, woman. Well, in this particular, when we're, I can't. Now, I know, I'm, every, anything I say now is going to be offensive. I know, just don't. Um, I'm saying this person said we were funny and I, for that, I appreciate. And let's get to I have the shit. Take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some buck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. I have the intersectional shit storm. All right. So I'm never going to let it go. I'm never going to let it go. All right. So this week we are right on time with our recap. And the eye of the shitstorm is a top secret, shady, unethical meeting that the Trump campaign had with one of Putin's lawyers and the extra large lying pieces of shit that are swirling around in it are Paul Manafort, Jared Kushner and Donald Trump Jr. 
yes, one of our longtime fan moves, <laughs> Daniel Hutchinson, reminded me on Twitter that in the last Evergreen episode, I said that I needed more drama from the administration. And Daniel thought Don Jr. granted my wish. And you know what, Daniel? You're right. I am living, <laughs> hunty, living. I mean, living. wow. It's so great. It's okay. So it's important to know the timeline on this because more than anything, Russia related, it proves that they were proactively and willingfully, willingfully, willfully oh. hiding the secret meeting. I mean, liars. Like, beyond. So, okay, they did not want the fact that the meeting took place or the subject of the meeting to be revealed. And they covered it up and lied about it all and the and it all the way until it became impossible to do so any longer. So they covered it up until the point where it couldn't be covered up anymore, but then went back to backtrack. I mean, okay. Right, no, right. No, you keep going. Okay. So... Okay, so basically it was like um, last Monday the news of the secret meeting broke. At this point, hopefully, I hope one of you 14 has been doesn't know about this because quite frankly, I swear to God, I was going to say um, if anybody's like sick of politics or sick of this, I recommend you go on a vacation because um, Julie wasn't even on vacation. She was on, she was performing while other people were on vacations though in Mexico in the, in the exact resort where we were when, yes, when um, Trump got elected. Yeah. And I mean, people, Alec Mappa, the guy from our live podcast and like all the lesbos who were there when Trump got elected, people who are so, so, so plugged in are fucking dick dangling in the pool with their goddamn kids and playing fucking circle jerk. Mm -hmm. And none of them knew what was going on, including Julie. No. And I was like, you know what? This is what people do. They need to unplug and like get out of America or, you know, where they can't get like American TV. And it really does it. And I was out of the country, too. It really does give you a break. But so I hope I hope a couple of you had that and you don't know what we're talking about and we're telling you now but it, okay so last monday the news of the secret meeting broke at this point donald trump, trump jr not kushner or manafort addresses the news and says that the meeting was inconsequential and was just about russian adoption adoption <laughs> what was you was he trying to adopt a baby yeah, okay. and by the way that's all russia's good for i mean with Ugh. all due the next day the new york times reported that trump jr had been promised damaging information on clinton ahead of the meeting Okay, so at this point, Don Jr. knew that the Times knew what was up and, yeah. and put him on blast. So he conceded in a statement that, in fact, he had been promised dirt on Hillary from the Russian lawyer. Right. Okay, so he, con- lady. So he concedes that. Then on Thursday, the New York Times threatened to release emails between Don Jr. and the shady liaison who was setting up the meeting, that grody oh, guy. Yes. In an attempt to circumvent a tabloid-style gotcha expose and most likely to protect fucking shadester Jared Kushner, but we'll get into that later, Don Jr. goes ahead and publishes all the emails in a preemptive move to try and get out in front of the lies and bad press on his Twitter account. Yep. They, they, New York Times says they have the email, and the motherfucker puts every email on his Twitter, like... Like, oh, what? You're now you're now being transparent. You're going to post these emails. Well, and then Trump, the dad, didn't he? And he literally Trump did a tweet that was like, Don Jr., my son is a good person. Look how he look how he's look at his transparency or something. Like, yeah. he used the word transparency. Yeah, of course. And it was like, what what is happening here? So, OK, he publishes the emails on the Twitter account because he's trying to seem transparent. And the emails reveal that Don Jr. was promised dirt on Hillary as a part of um, Russia and its government support, quote, 
for Trump's candidacy. Right. So the first bit of juice was Don Jr. admitting that he was going to get dirt on Hillary, which is already shady because it's absolutely against any ethical rule. Right. Now, it's not illegal. Right. But it, no other sitting president in the history of America has ever gotten done opposition research, as I love to call it, from a foreign from a foreign well, from entity. A, from a, and, and from an entity that's... Um, not an ally. Right. But you... Be- but you really can't get it from any foreign government. No, from anyone. But yeah. this one is particularly egregious. I so, mean. so then they're going to get the dirt on Hillary. But then we see the emails and the emails point blank say Russia's support of Trump's candidacy. Yeah. Point blank. And now it's and, and how is it that this isn't I, 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 for I don't know if they knew it before and when they set the whole thing up with Russia. But it's just like how this isn't all illegal, like in a immediate you know what I mean? Like it's yes. it's we've seen it. It's there, and we're still all just talking about it as if it's just something to talk about. Back when we started this podcast, or I guess not then, but I guess right after he got um, elected. I mean, weeks after he got elected, a special counsel was put together to investigate Russia's involvement in the election. Is the council done? Because I think it's been done proven. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I honestly don't get it either. And like, and to my mom and and wh- whom I love. Yes. Um. Remember, she's the atheist angel from I know, who yeah, teaches absolutely. special needs children. Yes. yes. Um. <laughs> and to anyone else who thinks that we are dumb idiots, and we are, who, th- who thinks that Russia got the election for Trump. I I'm here to tell you, I don't even. This isn't even evidence of collusion to me. I'm not even a believer in the collusion. I'm not even necessarily convinced of cooperation in it. But what I am convinced of is that they're goddamn liars. And if one person tries to ever say ever again in my face that they're not fucking liars, then I won't like literally when Leah Black. Never mind. I'm not going to say But Leah Black. (laughs) When we were talking about someone in Leah Black's. Well, I just want to know, did she vote for Trump? And if she did. And I said, well, what if she did? And Leah's like. Well, I'm not going to be your friend, but um, I'm not going to tell you what it is. But um, <laughs> like, I'm not I'm really not going to I'm not going to have anyone. In my, like, I don't care. You voted for him. I don't even care. Like people have right to do whatever they want. But if you're going to be the kind of person that is going to be that truculent and not fucking admit that they're liars, then right. I can't with you. They're liars. That's it. That's that's what this proves. They're liars. Well, it proves they're liars. And it does prove that <laughs> also maybe collusion is a big big thick word in an intersectional way Ooh, big and thick but maybe yeah yeah mm, with a mushroom anyway so ew i was drinking tea oh <laughs> uh, gross um but they're willing to there i i would say there is collusion because they were willing to clearly entertain and or um, get in bed with or have an agreement with to take information and there's no possible way that they would be able to receive information not in exchange for something else yeah so, I think they, they clearly got him on something because I feel like Trump would at this point just step on down like he'd just be like look I just can't if I were yeah. him I would honestly I've thought about this so many times I would honestly go and I'd be like I'm I'm clearly the country is too divided with me here. Yeah. It you know, I care I'm I would put it on a patriotic thing like I care to love course. this country too uh, much of course. to do this anymore. I'm going to step down in a classy way. Right. If, if anyone thinks I can do it better, I invite you to do it. If you want Hillary fine, but I and I would step on down and get get out of there cuz it's getting hot in the kitchen and yes. he is going to it's going to all come I mean, come on. It's going to all su- come out. I'm surprised he isn't doing that. 
Why? Because I think they have something on him. Oh. I think he made promises. And he has to, yeah. What I think is that whatever promises he made will land him in jail. Yeah. So if he steps down, he's it, totally. Yeah. Fucked. So I think he's now stuck. And well, now we um, know the long con, the long con. It's, it's slowly being revealed. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now the thing is, the real thing is that it's all a cover up for Jared Kushner, basically, oh because God. Don Jr., um, Don, Paul Manafort, for anyone who doesn't know, he was the ch- chairman of the campaign. Uh-huh. He was so in bed with the, like, talk about colluding. He was so in with the Russians and so involved in the Kremlin that that motherfucker was out before Donald Trump was even elected. Like they yeah. had to distance themselves from him during the campaign. They're like, you got to go, buddy. Right. The rush. You got Russia all over you. Yep. You need to get out of here. Yep. So he's got nothing to do with anything. And um, Don Jr. is not in the cabinet. He's not in the White no. House at all. He's not in the administration. So he risks nothing and he loses nothing. Right. The only person who's got anything on the line here is Jared Kushner. He was for a fact in the meeting. Yes. He's in fact had not one, not two, but three meetings with Russians that he's lied about. Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. He has security clearance on his security clearance form. He right. lied. Yeah, he lied. He lied on the form and it's illegal to lie on the form. Right. And the the penalty for that for lying on that is five years. Right. So when it first came out that he lied about the first meeting, yeah. um, he then got a whole team of lawyers who started trying to figure out what else he fucking lied about. And they trolled, um, scrolled through all the emails. And this is when they found these other two meetings. So at that point, the lawyer's like, what are we going to do? We found all these other emails and they tell Jared Kushner, um, we got to go on the form and we got to amend the form. They've again, now they've amended the form. I know they amended three times and three, they? three times. But how is that legal? I guess if you amend it, then you're not caught before you're amending it. So you're just like, oh, God, you know what? Ooh, I just I, remembered. Oh, they, of course, oh, I that's forgot. Ex- that oh, my God. exactly what they're saying. Fuck, 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 fuck. I got to go back. Like and when I do unemployment and fuck up and then I call them and be like, you know, I didn't mean to. Which is funny because we never forget, do we, on unemployment? It's like, I did that on purpose, but now I'm going to pretend I forgot. Or like, oh, well, my God, I didn't realize I worked that extra hour. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. See, no the, one forgets. All li- it's all yeah. lies. So he, when he amended the form, um, hundreds of meetings she forgot about hundreds literally hundreds so he amends the form by the third time now and the lawyers know they tell him the second we amend this fucking form every you know press outlet in the country is going to uh-huh. be all over our shit and right. they're going to know so of course that's what happened right so by the third time they amend the form this was like <laughs> er, like in june they amend the form the day after they amend the form they um, donald trump the president lawyers up don jr he puts a fifty thousand dollar retainer on a lawyer for don jr this is back in june this is before anything ever came out with don jr so they obviously were all together in a room yeah like what are we gonna do well don (laughs) junes hey it's gotta be you buddy don junes sorry Um, you don't have a chin sorry you don't have a chin yeah and you talk from just your lower mandible yep and you've got it, and then you constantly raise your face up in a very yeah, yeah. smug yes. manner. He, he does. He talks up here. But we're gonna have to send you out looking actually down on people while you yes. talk. Yep, actually down on people when you talk and kill endangered animals. And um, so they picked him as their patsy, and they lawyered him up, and, and they that's knew, what's up. and they've been planning it since then. The second this all comes out, it's Don that's gonna take it, and Don's like finally gets to be part of something. Yep, and he went on. Uh, was it Fox News? Was it Oh yeah, Sean Hannity? Of course it was Fox News. Oh. That interview is worth looking up. Now, that was when Julie was in Mexico. Yes. 
And you know, the bitch was cutting up a rug on the dance floor, probably to some disco, because you know they didn't play any good music. Just kidding, Tina. You probably did, but you know it wasn't your night. Oh, they were obsessed with her every night? Oh, Tina was every night. Oh, good. Every night. But they do like to play disco on those, because it's parents and stuff. And so Julie, you know, was out there trying to, you know, dance it up to Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I had to be like, bitch, get your ass off the dance floor and get on your phone and find the shit, uh-huh. this interview, because you won't believe this motherfucker and you're right i couldn't believe it i couldn't <laughs> and believe you it. did stop what you were doing and I watch did. that shit i did stop what i was doing and watch it on my phone because my laptop broke so i couldn't even watch it on that i had to watch it on my fucking phone and like but first of all it's it's um i needed to i needed a handle of jack of of kentucky gentleman <laughs> to get through the interview between it's like it's not just one it's not just don jr it's sean Hannity oh i can't too. even with him no one can and he's not even asking i mean he's not he's not probing he's not this isn't a real interview this is a no no of course no a, of course. you know a stage yeah, course whatever right and then don jr's talking about like they're probably jacking each other off under the desk they probably were i mean that's how in love with each other they were i mean they were just, just sucking someone, each other's thumb dicks someone just, clearly coached don he's like making aggressive eye contact like he will not look away i'm like no a body language expert would say that you actually are lying because you're doing that right and who wouldn't who wouldn't uh, take that information who wouldn't that was the big thing who wouldn't who wouldn't take that and is this who absolutely all that? of it no this is all of it i've told you everything i've told right. you everything this mm-hmm. is all of it there's nothing more to say right who wouldn't take information from russia again i mean it's like are you and then my boyfriend lindsey graham i mean oh. this is off the subject but i don't know if you guys saw him in the hearings for um the new fbi guy I mean, he's just in there like, are you, you know, he wanted that guy to tell everyone if they are approached by a foreign right. government, you are to call the FBI. Right. And he's like, I can't say, you know, I mean, I, I don't know the situation, but maybe you should just talk, you know, consult with your lawyers. And he's like, pal, you're trying to be the director <laughs> of the FBI. I need you to tell these people to call right now. If they are approached by the FBI. By a foreign government, then you yes. call the FBI, and the guy immediately is like, "Okay, well, if you're if anyone here <laughs> is yes. approached by a foreign government, you yes. should absolutely call the FBI." And I was like, L- "Oh snap!" Lindsey Graham has never looked more masculine. <laughs> he really is. He's he. I feel like he something literally physically in him has gotten thicker. It's like it's like he, or, it's like Jared Kushner's all of Jared Kushner's manhood is going into Lindsey Graham. Yes, it's crazy. Because with every lie that is revealed about Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham gets more manly and Jared Kushner gets more, more creepy oh, creepy and yeah. womanly and waxen. I was going Julie and I were doing Google imaging <laughs> photos of him. He has gotten so weird. looking. He has a, a full tall woman's figure. Like, look at if you look at just especially with him walking, if you got to see him walking from far away to up close, and you have to. And he's you're like slithering too. you're like, and he's, yes, he he's is slithering. He's slithering. He's like he a character the, out of Harry Potter. With a body uh, from, um, what's that store in the mall? Anne Klein? Yeah. No. Uh, you yes, know. exactly. Is that right? Yes. Cl- Loft or whatever? Ann Taylor Loft. Oh, Ann Taylor. <laughs> That's Ann Taylor. Like, he's wearing, like, a lady's suit, but he's got hips. And like, he's what? got a, that, that fucking grin. Mm. He's got this, like, benign grin like v. smile. Like, yes, he's going to rip his slithering. skin off, and he's going to eat. And he's getting waxen. Yeah. It honestly, he looks like an actor and I'm just, I'm not even just building this up. I'm telling you, I've been noticing every time I'm like, wow, with every piece of news that comes out about him, he looks creepier and creepier. He does not know how to act in front of everyone no. with the lies that come out. And he looks to me like if someone's playing a serial killer in a movie, like I'm like, you got to get better at your acting because you're being reading serial killer too hard. You're too on the nose here. I mean, it's in the family. His dad was a, a criminal or whatever and through the brother-in-law or well, the- his dad went to jail for embezzlement tax evasion 
and witness tampering. And ultimately, the witness tampering was done to his brother-in-law, his right, sister's right. husband, right. because his sister's husband was cooperating with authorities. So he ultimately hired a hooker. Now, this is the thing I always say that Democrats should start doing. Um, he hired a hooker. Um, to seduce his brother-in-law and then planted a hidden camera and filmed it and then framed him and or, and took blackmailed it and took it to his sister when the brother didn't um, go along with the blackmail. And then wow. was, that was another part of why he went to jail for witness tampering um, of his own brother-in-law. So Jared Kushner, I guess, came by it honestly, but really he's facing five years in jail. He's had the most meetings. This whole thing with Don Jr. is a smokescreen. Yep. Who cares? No. Nope. It's all Jared Kushner. Yep. We can't get distracted. We have to zero in on him. Yep. And the shade. Okay. So there's tons of committees investigating all of this shit. The House Intel Committee, the Senate Intel Committee, the Special Counsel of the Justice Department, the Senate Judiciary Committee, and the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. The Intersectional Committee. I mean, <laughs> why in God's name? So... Let's hear a clip from Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat from Vermont who is a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Now, please excuse this guy's voice. He has laryngitis, and just listening to the goddamn clip is exhausting. But <laughs> let's listen to it. Okay. A year ago, senior members of the Trump campaign knew that there was a Russian government effort to try to intervene to help Mr. Trump hurt Hillary Clinton. And so all these denials from the president himself to Donald Trump Jr. to Paul Manafort, all these denials were clearly false because they knew about this effort and they just failed to reveal it. And that's uh, very, very significant. This is the first time the public is now seeing in black and white, there's no effort to disguise that there was a Russian government effort. And not only were the Trump senior campaign officials you know, having this meeting, but they were anxious to have it and anxious to get this information. How many other meetings, because of, of updated forms, say by Jared Kushner and others, do you want to know the details of? Sometimes you see on these forms, they met with so-and-so, but you don't know the details of the meetings. How many of those meetings are there? Five, six, ten, a couple? Can you at least shed some light on that? Well, Chuck, we don't really know because so far all of the Trump officials have conveniently forgotten about any meetings with Russians until they see evidence of it. And we've seen the results of that. The National Security Advisor, General Flynn, had to, was fired. The Attorney General had to recuse himself. We know that Gerald Kushner, who said he had no meetings with Russians, has now had three meetings. We want to know the contents of all those meetings. We want to talk to Donald Trump Jr. We obviously want to talk to Mr. Manafort, who had a history of dealing with pro-Russian forces. So the thing about this investigation is it feels like almost every week right. we find another thread that we have to pull on. Matter of fact, we still don't know for sure how many people was in this meeting that we've been talking about. There's at least six, but there could be more. And one thing that's a real problem, Chuck, the fact that the President of the United States still refuses to unambiguously acknowledge that the Russians attacked us means that we have no whole of government approach right. on how we're going to deal with this problem. For example, yeah. DHS has indicated 21 states were hacked. It's my understanding that most of the secretaries of state have not even been briefed on whether their states were hacked or not. 
that that end is the best to me because the problem really lies like we're like again regardless of collusion or cooperation or whatever without donald trump without the president mm -hmm. leading the country and being like fuck this bullshit dude right and and not unless you're listening to this podcast apparently or fucking meet the press like me no one even knows that 21 states were hacked like right. don't we don't they don't know the level of what the russians did and he's over there meeting with putin and doesn't doesn't lead us and doesn't take a strong stance against it and why not that's bipartisan dude yeah, and is making it like it's fake news it's nothing it doesn't mean anything and then his moron people who are will listen to anything he says like what's well, nothing they didn't they didn't actually you know the big pushback is they didn't actually affect the 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 election so what's the problem and it's like, actually, 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 actually <laughs> they did affect the election. And clearly, if you had, it'd be one thing if it was like one meeting, here's some information, you know, here's some emails, do with it what you want. That'd be one thing. But if they're, if they're meeting over and over again, they're clearly working some shit out. Like, and that is collusion. Yeah. And again, it I, is. I think the same thing about Trump. I think he can't take a stand. He promised whatever with Putin and he cannot now take a stand yeah. and say they did. They did interfere with the election right. because then he too will be get arrested right. when the shit comes, right. he comes out. Well, so he will never take a stand. And that's why we're all fucked. And like, it's like, there's like nothing getting done. It would seem. No, nothing is getting done. And it's like. Made in America week or whatever now. <laughs> uh -huh. Y'all know, know that he's doing Made in America week. And and he doesn't make anything in America. <laughs> he makes nothing in America. Every single thing he makes is outside of America. And Every, everything, everything Ivanka he, makes. Everything that family makes is yeah. outside this country. And they're talking about make, you know, buy American, um, sell, sell American. American. I mean, it's just like, and they don't do it. But it's like, also, there isn't a piece of legislation. He does this press conference you know, or the speech about how great America is and, you know, we want to bring manufacturing back and all this shit. And it's like the, there wasn't one piece of legislation that he's doing. All he's doing is deregulating everything, <laughs> taking any rules away, like right. whatever you're doing that we were stopping you from doing. So, OK, good. Have slave labor, <laughs> dump in the water, yeah. pollute everything, yeah. um, make things that kids can choke on, make things that are flammable. We don't care. Torture animals. Yeah. Whatever it takes to make your manufacturing here. And it's like, I'm like, have you done anything? I mean, no. I'm not trying to be like one of those annoying people that's like he can do nothing right. But I'm just like, I'm listening to this whole press conference and I'm just like, what are you doing to have people make things in America week or whatever? I'm Nothing. Like, I don't hear anything. And then people will be like, but he's done great things for jobs. What? What's he done for yeah, jobs? Said, wow. I he brought, he goes, I've brought 50,000 manufacturing jobs to America and I'm like 50,000 and what? That is nothing. I'm like, what in the fuck? I'm like, that's like in my neighborhood. That's it. I mean, I don't right. even get that. And like in someone's one person's district, they never mind. I'm not even going to say it, but it's like 50,000 is nothing. So he hasn't done know. anything. They're completely in bed with Russia. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to wrap a, up, there's a great um, video that um, Robert Reich made that you sent me that he, he basically breaks down what it is that he believes um, is the deal. Yeah. And I thought that was really good because the deal was pretty succinct. It's like, 
you know, Russia's going to help you get elected, and here's the things you're going to do. You're going to back out of NATO. You're going to get rid of the Paris Accord. And you're going to take away the sanctions. And he's done you're all You're going to give them back their fucking territories that Obama right. took over yeah. their territories in America. Yeah. And, and now they're demanding today. They made a demand. We want it, those those things back. Those houses or whatever? Yeah, those, like, areas. Uh, the compounds? Yeah, compounds. We, yeah, they're like, no. give us those the, back right now. they're going to get them. Yeah. And uh, he's gonna so, he, the, so you know what he's doing? So you know what Trump has accomplished? Doing everything Russia wanted him to do. Yeah. So for you, those you guys of you who follow Robert Reich on on um, Twitter, you should even if you're not even if you're um, super conservative, he's still he's really smart and he's um, you know it's, it's it's good to hear other points of views. <laughs> well, um, it's also pretty fact. He's I would say he's also not um, emotional and it's very right factual. exactly. You don't have to take it personally. You just it's like he just breaks it down. And you're like oh, it's like watching someone do a math equation. Yeah, because he's a professor. So. Okay, let's stop talking about um, how our president is a big fat liar and go to Legislation Nation, which is still about how our president's a big fat liar. This week, senators were supposed to vote on their version of the health care bill entitled the Better Care Act. But on Saturday, <laughs> Mitch McTurtle delayed the vote because John McCain had to have surgery to remove a tumor above his left eye. Okay, so um, we wish you well, John McCain. I know yes. Lindsay, Lindsay's not the same without you there. No, he's not. Lindsay's going to be very sad. And he, even well, our he's president, not dead yet, meow, meow. No, but that, you know, but, you know, but <laughs> he's, you know, that's a major surgery and they saw him kind of be weird in the thing. You know what I mean? I'm sure Lindsay's sad. Plus, um, Lindsay's in love with him, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, also, Trump said such a delightful thing about him today or yesterday where he was like, we're going to... We no, it was we, today. Oh, it was today. We wish oh, it was yesterday Senator McCain it. a speedy recovery. He's a crotchety voice in the Senate, and we, we need his yeah, vote. We need his crotchety voice in the Senate, and we need his vote. I mean... So charming. Wow. So, and they do need his vo- vote because they need 50 yes votes for the bill to move forward. And Mitch McTurtle thought he was being crafty, waiting for old John McCain, who was uh, who's a definite yes. And how- but turns out, sweetie, in the final hour, four Republicans came mm-hmm. forward last night. By the time you guys hear this, and they released statements saying that they would absolutely not support the bill and will be voting no. And you know what? This is when people talk about John McCain, not for nothing. I mean, whatever. And he's I'm sure he's a nice guy and blah blah and whatever. But the fact that he would vote yes on that bill. Um, speaks while he's in the hospital p.s hilarious irony irony i mean right right (laughs) exactly it just speaks to his true character and i don't mean him not being i think he's a real you know hero and military all that bullshit and he's probably gets along with people and all that shit but at the end of the day i'm sorry but even lindsey graham's still out there fighting and john mccain you know you know you know the bill is terrible and it's awful yeah and it's you're wrong. giving you're bringing you're white male yes. intersectional thoughts to it <laughs> you're not thinking about anyone else i mean come on man okay so <laughs> anyway so the four republicans will effectively kill any hope of the better care act moving forward and republicans will have to go back to the drawing board and hopefully this time they will collaborate with democrats and come up with a plan that might actually work Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they will. I don't even understand how Obama. I mean, I don't know how he did it either. Honestly, just, I don't. It, every Republicans minute that goes by with this, he becomes more of a legend. In yeah. That sense. I mean, it's amazing because these Republican right now. And it was the same then because the Republicans whole thing was to obstruct anything he would ever yeah. do. And, and they then he. Well, you said they won't even talk. Right. They went behind closed doors. Yeah, they wouldn't even talk. They wouldn't talk to anyone. They wouldn't even talk to other Republicans. So there was like a it was a fully secretive, like locked door 
not showing the bill to anyone and then it would leak out a little bit like someone would get a copy of it and be like oh i got the bill I'm not gonna <laughs> and people um, people in districts never were allowed to see it and it would come out a little bit little bit little bit and um yeah and so they but they never ever ever they didn't work with other, other republicans it was no. a small group of people with mitch, mitch mcconnell and then and then now that all the rest of Republicans have it, obviously, you know, too many of them don't like it. And because their constituents, which I hate that fucking word, but no. it's just basically their voters in right. their in their districts. Right. Came out in droves and were like, that's what I was going to say in the last segment, that this one in this one district, 62,000 people were going to lose their health care. So this group of people went up to the high school and they linked like little construction paper daisy chains. One you know, construction paper loop at a time. And one person, one loop would represent one person. And they linked 62,000 together. Wow. It equaled three miles. Wow. And they laid it out up and down, up and down across this football field at the high school. And then they stuffed it all into bags and put it on his office. Shoved it up his ass. Oh, and, okay. and they were like, this is how many people are going to lose their health care in your district. And he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and vote now. I mean, like, you know, what can I do? I'm not going to get reelected if I fucking vote for this right. shit. Right. And like, go and talk to Democrats. Get together. That's the whole point of the democratic process. I know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm so. the dumb one here. You but. think so. But you're not. No, God, today you are teaching it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that's they're all talking now how the Republicans are starting to be like, I think we're going to have to fucking talk to those Democrats now because we don't know what we're going to do. But now, of course, it's going to be, are they going to be able to repeal Obamacare? Or are they just going to amend it? Because if you're going to go sit there with the Democrats, the Democrats aren't going to try and be repealing Obamacare. They're going to try and work with what they're going to try and not get have people lose their health insurance. So of they're going to try and amend and deal with what's there. And granted, there's major issues, the whole shit with the small businesses and, you know, the, the, the taxes. Main, the main things and, are the small businesses and then the insurance companies leaving the cities. I mean, the states, because if there's no companies in the state then there's no one to insure them. Right. You know? So there's got to be like, there's got to be tax breaks for these insurance companies and there's got to be incentives and there's got to be, right. they got to have bailouts right. because right. They, they'll go under if they yeah. don't get help. So you fine. Know? I mean, I don't see how this is that. It's our like, tax dollars should fucking go to that. Sorry. Right. There's a plenty of stuff our tax dollars are going to probably like the border wall that we don't give a fuck about. Right. And we don't want people, we don't want Americans to lose our Medicaid. Medicaid goes to children and it goes to you know, low income people and that and the most of those people that are on low income that need health care are elderly and their children. And it's right. like we don't want these people to lose their health care. We don't want people to lose Medicare. It's like we don't want that. No, we don't care about the fucking border wall. We no. don't care about hiring more. I mean, God, I'm coming back into the country. I'm like, let me get fucking global entry, oh, bitch, because I'm right. not trying to deal with this shit. No, Jesus. I mean, can you imagine like. Like, like your <laughs> grandparent or even just your parent, like being treat like not being treated correctly because no that's why, why? i told you when it's just when so my gross. when my aunt freaking you know hurt herself and i was like that's what made me think like yeah i always just thought well like i feel sorry for people that like are old and they like you know just like you just got to die now sorry about your diabetes <laughs> right, but then right. my aunt hurt herself and i was like that's what people the people that are really fucked people that right. get into a car accident right and then what now you're at the emergency room and they're getting the health care anyway because they're at the emergency right. room you know what i mean okay so all this came after everyone's favorite hidden homo, Vice President Mike Pence, <laughs> lied while delivering a speech in front of the National Governors Association. Association? So here's a clip of him blatantly misrepresenting the impact this new health care bill would have had on Medicaid 
And then Democratic Senator Charles Murphy of Connecticut responding okay. after um, the clip. Okay. When it comes to Medicaid, not only does the Senate's health care bill expand state flexibility, it ensures that every state in America has the resources you need to take care of your most vulnerable. President Trump and I believe the Senate health care bill strengthens and secures Medicaid for the neediest in our society. And this bill puts this vital American program on a path to long-term sustainability. Under the Senate health care bill, Federal Medicaid spending will be 300 to $500 billion higher over the next decade relative to current amounts, ensuring that our states have the, most vulner have the ability to provide for the most vulnerable and give them the care that they're counting on. All right, Senator, what's your response to what, he what, he what we just heard? I mean, the vice president might as well have given a speech about how the moon was made of green cheese. That is a fabrication from beginning to end. There is not a single independent source that will back up what the vice president said in that speech. The Congressional Budget Office, which his friends in the Congress, including Paul Ryan, refer to as the neutral referee of legislation, confirms that 15 million people, the most vulnerable amongst us, will be kicked off of Medicaid and states will get billions of dollars less than they were scheduled to get. It is just not true what he said. And the willingness to just create this alternative narrative by this administration about the health care bill um, is really troubling. Uh, and it's not just about uh, trying to pull one over on the American people. It's also about the example it sets to the world. I mean, folks just don't believe this administration, not just because of the trouble they're having with our allies, but because they watch these utter fabrications be represented to the American people from the highest levels of government. This is a big issue for the credibility of this administration and the credibility of this country, not just inside the healthcare debate, but more globally as well. Mike Pence should fuck, I mean, for a, a Christian, a good Christian gentleman, he's, he might be just the most, he might be the worst of them all. Yeah, I mean. Like, how could you possibly think your, your whole thing is supposed to be about helping other people and and the basis of Christianity is helping those less fortunate than you and the poor and the, you know, the invalid and the and, and yeah. you're going to go and basically kill them infirmed. Yeah, the whores. I mean, li they're liars. They're liars. They're liars. liars. They're liars. It's like lie, la, 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 lie. And, like, wow. And Mike Pence, you are the guiltiest of the guilty. And the way he talks, it gives me Ugh, the creeps. Makes my skin like crawl. I'm listening to some like child molesting fucking yeah. preacher give me some sermon and it's bullshit like he's a perfect person to send up there and lie because it's like it's just it fits it just fits it's like it's the exact person who stands over you during gay conversion therapy <laughs> or during the time where you're he's molesting you and it's like well this is gonna be good for you and you're really gonna like it and uh <laughs> it's gonna be best for everyone around you and don't forget to thank me after um, I've ripped a huge hole in your asshole. I mean, someone and who mouth. calls their grown wife mother needs to be concerned with helping children in need who yeah, need to be on Medicaid. Yeah, why are you actually helping people? I don't get it. If you're such a Christian person, why aren't you actually, actually trying to yeah. help people? I don't understand. 
What what's your long con, sir? Why not get out of there? Why not get the fuck out of there once you see how corrupt yeah. and unethical they all are? Right. You have nothing if you're so good. And let's just take you at your word then. You and you're calling your wife mother and don't let her be around men and she, mm-hmm. you don't get to be around women mm-hmm. and you're all in values and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, then why are you staying around those people? Right. Lay down with dogs and get up with fleas. I don't care. I'm dirty and gross. I'm happy to hang around with corrupt fucking unethical people. But I don't stand up and act like I'm Jesus-y and I'm good. And so I don't get it. Why isn't anyone resigning? I'm confused even with like even someone as gross as Kellyanne Conway or any of them. I'm like, why isn't one person like, why isn't rancid pubes going, get me the motherfuck out of here? Because they're all unethical garbage people. Yeah, but even then you've got to know the ship is sinking. I'm getting in the lifeboat and I'm getting the fuck off the Titanic. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they think that they're going to put a hole. They're going to they're going to stick their finger in the dike of the Titanic and they're going to keep it afloat. You know what I mean? I don't know. House of Cards. It's all House of Cards. House of Cards. They think they're not, they're they're not going to sink, but I hopefully don't, I they just are. Would get out of there. I just would get. You'd out You'd think of so. There. there have been people that quit. There was that whole. There was that couple of people that worked for like the AIDS. Yeah, but I'm talking about. The, oh, I know. <laughs> I'm talking about the main players. I honestly, that's another thing. Every day, I ask myself, why isn't one of them resigning? I would think. I honestly would think Kellyanne Conway, and she's not really in politics, so it's different. But these, so because I know like Rancid Pubes and like these other guys, and even Paul Ryan, like your reputation is tarnished for life. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. Chris Christie wasn't able to come back. You won't no. be able to either. And look, and look what, and look what happened to him. He where the, his true colors kept coming out too sitting on the beach as right after he closed all the beaches and his fat fucking ass is sitting on the beach with his family alone. And then he gets, has the gall to go give a press conference and be like, I didn't get any sun. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't even on the beach. Like they will sit there and blatantly lie. Yeah. You could take a picture of them. You could put them on video yeah. doing the thing and say, we see you doing it. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it. And then yeah. there's people who still support them being like, they weren't really doing it. That's yeah. not what was really happening. Well, what was really happening? I was really watching them do it. It's crazy. It is crazy. Liars. Okay, let's get to So There's That, if it's even possible. (laughs) Okay, so it's been a while since she's had to do it. So you'd think that she'd be excited and motivated to find something good for this. But no. <laughs> meow meow is her same old self about this, about this segment. No matter how many weeks she's gotten a break from it. So if you're new to the show, this is the part where Julie has to find one thing that's happening that's positive amidst all the bad shit happening every single second. <sighs> all right, meow meow. What is your so there's that moment of the week? Okay, so this has been impossible to find. And I email and text Brandy every day being like, I'm fucking getting rid of this segment. I can't do it. It's too hard. There's nothing good. This is like putting this is graying my hair faster than anything else. <laughs> Trying to find it. So there's that is make is like yeah, it's turning us into alcoholics. It's literally it's it's worse than actual Trump shit. <laughs> so here's the thing. Now, I didn't even write this out. I'm good. Speaking from the heart this time. Looking on my phone on this thing. No, this, this well, this is truly you. Okay, so um, Aranda Rowe actually did um, send you prompt this, this on oh, okay. Twitter. Okay. So, and everyone sort of there's a backlash against it, and obviously I understand because I am the original head of the train of beep beep. Caitlyn Jenner is an asshole train. <laughs> That's okay, right. you're so the conductor. For I am sure. the conductor of the train, and don't forget it. And it's the one thing I can be proud about in my life. Yeah. Um, but here's the deal. So Caitlyn Jenner, 
as we know, we don't need to get into it. Blah blah blah. Whatever. You want to talk about inter- white intersectionality, fucking <laughs> male privilege. Sorry, not sorry, but this is what's <laughs> happening here. Um, however, as much as I dislike this person um, and think they're an asshole, I do think that there has been a change, and I do think that she has learned a lot. I do. I do think she's learned a lot after coming out and transitioning. I think that transitioning and meeting people in her now community people of color, people, women, men, you know, trans people, gay people, blah, blah, blah. I do think that there has been a change. Well, that's good. A, a, a small shift in in not just self-awareness, but in an understanding of other people. Because that's I think that I do think that Caitlyn Jenner is one of one of the most self-centered people I've ever seen on the planet. Well, can I tell you now you're the conductor of the there's been a shift in Caitlyn Jenner because no one's you know that is very groundbreaking. No one's yet to say that. Okay. Or well, I, I need to to at least, you know, you need to give credit where credit's due. That's so, right. You goddamn do. And, and not enough people do it. And certainly not for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from me. And I, I mean, l- listen, no one, and no exactly. one talks more shit about this person than me. So, however, I do. And have seen and just just from the show, just from that stupid fucking show, could see that there is a a, a kind of a, a shift that happened. Got it. So fine. So now, of course, then she keeps going around taking selfies and being annoying and being like, <laughs> Thirst here's my dog in Thirst- Malibu. <laughs> what do you guys think of my new dog? And Chris is wearing my sunglasses. And I, gr- I mean, you're an asshole. You are an asshole. <laughs> so that's fine. She's super rich. She's fucking gold medal. I mean, you know what I mean? This person is like the top half percent of the one percent of the half percent of the rich people on the planet she literally lives on top of a hill in malibu and looks down on all of us okay so fine now um however it has been announced that caitlin jenner would like to run for senate in california and or be the and as she you know she stated during the election some sort of lgbtq ambassador for republicans and she wants to help change um people's perception of the republican party now, people on Twitter are going crazy, being like, I need to kill myself. We need to blow up the planet. If this happens, we're all going to die. This is the worst thing ever, blah, blah, blah. But I got to tell you something. Uh-huh. I believe that. The at. The I believe that. I don't know that I necessarily need Caitlyn Jenner as a senator, but I don't think it's a terrible idea as a Republican person to have a trans person be a huge visible visible face for their party. Their party right now is extremely conservative. It's white, moronic, non-intersectional. White, non-intersectional. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what, and granted, fine, she's white, but she's transgendered. Like, this is a huge deal. And that was the whole thing with the beginning of just her transitioning and people coming out and why people didn't want to talk shit about her because they couldn't believe that they were having this kind of visibility. You know what I mean? And it's just like, we have to at least support it. We have to at least support it. And I was like, fuck her. I don't give a fuck, blah, 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 blah. But now, and I still am like on the fence about it, but there is a part of me that like I feels it. that I, like it. I actually think this is a good idea. Yes, she's white. Yes, she's rich. She's all those things that people in the Republican Party can relate to. But the one thing they can't deal with is that she's transgender. But that could be the one thing that's that small shift that could help people change their their 
awareness and their shift in thinking and their compassion and their or eff- even anything even her if she was to go in and be treated the way you know that she'll oh, be treated right there will be an absolute lack of respect Ruff, all and of it. ridicule right and that will all go on yes and then even then at that point it can be like oh well actually fuck the republican party and it's like yeah girl right and that could happen <laughs> Or maybe she'll bring people. I mean, you know, I don't want something good would come of it. I I just think. Yeah. So basically, I think I mean, but she would never get elected in California. No, not She'd have to go. I don't know where I don't think she could ever be a senator. But I do think the Republican Party could recruit her to be some sort of ambassador. She's going to meet with Nikki Haley. Like there's going to be like a thing. So, you know, is it uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is some kind of and of course for Caitlyn Jenner, that's all she wants is to is attention. Thirst bucket. Thir- I mean, she's one of the, if you take a bucket and fill it with thirst. Yeah, it's, it's Caitlyn it's Jenner. Her. Yeah. But at the same time, wants to tell the story, wants to tell the story of transgender people, wants to bring and shine the light on that. And that in any capacity cannot be bad. That's only good. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. Even though we aren't drunk or even hungover, <laughs> it still felt like we are because we have jet lag and vacation lag and the cleanse shit. Oh, my God. I mean, toxic. <laughs> like, oh God, what's inside of me? Well, <clears throat> it's whew, it's true. It's true. It's true. But we'll, we will be back next week still sober, but we'll be well rested and healthy I'm planning by in a week, uh, hopefully I'll lose three pounds, maybe two, Uh-oh. maybe one, <laughs> maybe half, <laughs> no. maybe none. But <laughs> I am I'm, I'm toning it up. That's right. I'm definitely on a thing by I'm, I'm on a I'm on a whole thing. I don't yeah. like to say that I'm going to lose this much weight because then people expect something from you. Yeah. But I, no, I know I mean, that you're definitely going to lose three pounds in a week. Um, I'm, I'm on a major thing. Yeah, we're on. Well, we're on a cleanse. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but before we go, we want to send a special thanks to our number one Fran, Angie Knox. <laughs> um, she sent us a gift for Julie's birthday on June 28th. Um, we were both out of town, but um, actually, I guess Julie was here, but and then we were both out of town. But um, that's why we didn't say it yet. Um, it was such a kind gesture and not for nothing. She sent us beer glasses <laughs> and they were right on time because I actually broke one of Julie's beer glasses that we always used on people's couch. And it was a total fucking bummer because... Whenever we wanted to have bloody beers during the podcast, you could only fit bloody beers in like a big, tall beer glass. Right. And we didn't have, we, we only had one. We That's didn't right. have two. And right. It was so annoying. And now we have four. That's right. So the glasses are great. They have writing on the side that says, it's it's dumb gay politics. I'm Julie. And then the other one says, it's dumb gay politics. I'm Brandy. And they'll be perfect to have our bloody beers in when we go back to drinking in three weeks. Yes, I cannot wait. And she also sent a really sweet card, which I'm not going to read because I'm too fragile right now and I don't want to feel any feelings. But thank you so much, Ange. We really love you and we really love all of our 14 listeners. And thank you guys for all your support. And all I can say about this episode is that it's been real and it's been fun. (laughs) And I also want to thank the people on the road. I've met a lot of people in the last several weeks who all said, 
whether they listen to the podcast or they watch people's couch and they were fans. And I just want you to know that I appreciate anytime anyone ever comes up and says hello and is appreciative of anything that we do ever. Of course. I mean, Angie and her card mentioned in your box office, which is like (laughs) other pieces of shit that we've been involved in (laughs) that we did. It really makes all the difference because some, you know, we do this and we don't know, we just don't know what's happening. So 14 for anyone, fucking people are listening. So, <laughs> so but when yeah, you come up and you. you say you like it or you're laugh, whatever it is, it's just know that we really appreciate it. It helps us to keep going. So, um, yeah, it's been real and it's been dumb, but mostly <laughs> it's been gay and fun. Wait, <laughs> it's been real. And it's about right. But mostly, mostly <laughs> it's been gay and dumb. It really has. Uh-huh, it's all shit, it's all just dumb gay politics America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that Cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.